ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Monday, March 28th. It is the beginning of spring ball at Marshall. And, of course, it is your drive. Welcome in. Paul Swan, your host. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington, where every Monday, and this is a ongoing thing, it never changes, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots, that's the Monday special here at the Union Pub and Grill, and you can take advantage of that now. Of course, if you get on down here to the Union Pub and Grill before 6 o'clock, you get to see me. So there's some added incentive for you as well. But we got a lot to get into today. Of course, we're going to open up the phone lines and the text lines for you, give you an opportunity to get in. After all, we've had a few days separation, so time to catch back up with everybody. The phone line this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Brought to you by White Claw, hard seltzer. It is made pure. And our text line is 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. Later on this hour, we're going to hear from the head coach himself, Charles Huff. We actually got a chance to go over to the Shuey building today. This was in person. Very rare in the last couple of years have we had a chance to do things like this. So we're starting to get back to some semblance of normalcy. It was good to be over Shuey today, we got to go into the meeting room and sit down and and talk to Coach for several minutes. We're going to hear some of that today. Uh, We're going to hear a lot of that throughout the week. Of course, uh, there's some new additions to the staff. We're going to hear more about those additions. And Coach is going to tell us a little bit about why he hired some of the guys that he did on the staff. So we're going to go over all of that throughout the show. And we're going to hear later on in the week. Uh, Definitely going to hear from Lance Gildry. We're going to hear from Clint Trickett. We're also going to hear from the general manager, Mark Votler. That's all coming up this week, so we'll hear some of that tomorrow on the program. We're going to make room for, again, 99%. We have that 1% to to work with just in case, but uh, it's pretty solid. We're going to have back on the program tomorrow Marshall University Athletic Director Christian Spear. So, again, that's 99%. I leave myself 1% there because, after all, uh, he's pretty busy these last few weeks hitting the ground running as the new athletic director. So that's kind of what we're planning on doing tomorrow. But today we're going to hear from Charles Huff. We're going to get your phone calls in, going to get your text in. We're going to go over everything that's happening with spring football. we got some other things that are happening today as Marshall as well, so let's go over that first. The softball doubleheader at Akron, that was set for tomorrow. That's been postponed due to weather, so we don't have a rescheduled date just yet on that. So softball doubleheader at Akron, that has been postponed. And on a more positive note for softball, Marshall softball redshirt junior Sidney Nestor honored today. Conference USA Pitcher of the Week, fourth time this season. She already had been honored on February 14th, February 28th, March 14th. She's doing a pretty good job. She might be one of the favorites here. You're talking about players of the year and all the postseason honors that come after the season's over. Uh, Sydney might be earning herself a spot in some first-team circles. She also might be getting some hardware. We don't know just yet. Still some season to be played here. But uh, she was she was excellent against Middle Tennessee. 
through 15 total innings, allowed just two runs, and her ERA was .93. And Marshall swept the series with her two starts, and uh, she had some uh, relief work as well. So congratulations to here. She is the first Marshall pitcher to be honored as a conference pitcher of the week four times in a single season. So back in action against the Charlotte 49ers. That's going to be at the dot April 1st through the 3rd, by the way. Make your plans now to go support these ladies. They're playing some really good softball right now. Also, men's golf team in action. First round of the golf week any given Tuesday intercollegiate. That's wrapping up action today at the True Blue Golf Course. And Marshall Jr. Tyler Jones leads the team tied for 10th the thundering herd in eighth place round two will tee off bright and early tuesday morning 7 30 a.m on number one live scoring is available at golfstats.com if you are interested in getting up at 7 30 in the morning to set your computer set your smartphone get i mean do you um do you get up at 7 30 in the morning to get stats on that do you wait till like the the final day you have a major golf Event. I mean, if you're following the herd, of course, 7:30 in the morning, you, you got to start early. But are you, are you getting up and, and doing it? I've done that rarely. As I get older, I've done that less and less. You know, years ago when the Olympics were on and there was a live event like basketball or hockey, I would get up bright and early, middle of the night. I would do that. Now, uh, I get a DVR. A little different with college golf, but I, I've got a DVR. I can you, I can go back, I can catch it. So live scoring again, that's on golfstats.com. We'll get Matt Grobe on the program here soon. We haven't talked to him in a while, so we need to get him back on the program. We will hear from the head coach himself, Charles Huff. We're going to do that. We're also going to take your phone calls and your texts. The text line, again, is 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. Some interesting things he said today, and we're going to hear a lot from his assistants uh, we have got uh, Clint Trickett coming up later in the week. We're also going to hear from Lance Gidry. Uh, we're going to hear from Mark Votler. He is the general manager. I asked him, so what does a general manager do? And again, not in those terms, but, you know, what are you doing? What Describe your job. It was a really interesting, and uh, he probably needs some more help. I know there's conversations all the time. Hey, you know, what kind of staff do you need at, at this level? At this level, what do you need as far as personnel to be competitive? Well, one of the things he talked about, and we'll hear more from him later in the week, but you need somebody who's full-time just about for the transfer portal as well. It has changed so much in such a short time, the transfer portal. You need somebody that is maybe solely dedicated to that 24-7. Of course, could you imagine a transfer portal being such a beast that you need one person solely dedicated to it. That's where we're at now in college football. And, of course, recruiting is, we've all heard, the lifeblood of the program. So transfer portal included. But there's some interesting philosophies there. You can't just live off the transfer portal. At the same time, you can't ignore it. So we've got some good stuff to go over for the rest of the week, sort of kind of pre-selling what we're going to do the rest of the week. We've got a great show, I think, planned for tomorrow, and we've got a really good show, I think, planned for you today. And, again, here at the Union Pub and Grill, where this is where you need to be this weekend because we have got the Final Four. That is happening. Now, my bracket's gone with Gonzaga. I still have a chance, though, if, can, if Kansas makes it to 
the championship game and then loses, if Kansas gets the championship game and then loses, I'm going to be tied with one person and hopefully the tiebreaker. I, I went a little high, so maybe – you know, maybe I'll finish second, tied for first, beaten with a tiebreaker. I'm okay with that because right now everybody's bracket is garbage. There's one person in our pool, in our office, that has picked Kansas to win it all. I'm rooting for Duke to win it all. That means, that's right, Tar Heel fans, I'm rooting for Duke to get to the championship and I'm rooting for Duke to beat Kansas and send Coach K out on a winning note. And imagine this. The championship game might be just an afterthought because the real star of the show here is in the final four, North Carolina versus Duke. Are you not excited for that? I am. That's just going to be a pure battle. That's that's what this is all about. I mean, those are great matchups all by themselves. Tournament times, yeah, those are great as well as far as the ACC tournament, those regular season matchups, always great, but – here for the right to play for the national championship, Duke and North Carolina. That's that's amazing. That's almost that's probably better than. But when Louisville and Kentucky are good together, could you imagine Louisville and Kentucky playing for the right to play for the national championship? I mean the the game before the game that would be amazing. And so here we are. Sports is good sometimes. Sports gives us gifts like this. And I'm looking forward to all of that coming up. And, of course, don't forget, if you can't watch, we got you covered right here. NIT coming up tomorrow. We've got, of course, the Final Four. We've got the championship game. All of that you can listen to right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 Fourth Avenue and Huntington, where our Monday special $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. You can do that here every Monday at the Union Pub and Grill. And of course, you know, next Monday, the National Championship. What a great place to be on a Monday to watch the National Championship. That'd be right here at the Union Pub and Grill. Had a chance earlier today to uh, be in person with Marshall football coach Charles Huff. He's excited. He tweeted out this morning going to the shoey. He put the Shawn Michaels gif up where Shawn at WrestleMania was basically zip lining in from the roof, the ceiling, into the ring. He's excited. That's how his day began, getting to the shoey. I don't know. Would Coach Huff actually get on the zip line and zip into the shoey? He might do that. That's the kind of guy he is. But he's excited because, well, it's spring football. Coaches love this opportunity to see what you have. The kids that have come in get an opportunity to see what they look like in a practice situation. You get a true evaluation in your system, how much they can grasp the system, how much that they can contribute. You, know, you get to see what your pieces look like. You're not going to figure out anything today or next week as far as who's got the starting job, but you're going to figure out what you have, what you can work on. You're going to look at your depth a little bit better. You're going to have a better understanding when it's all said and done. Nobody's going to be declared the starter based off today or even a week's worth of practice. But this is where we begin. Coach Huff in person. Talk to him today at the Shoei 
And he said in his opening statement, this is year two, he's excited. Obviously, we're excited. Um, I think year two, um, you know, moving forward, a lot of positive uh, for our program, a lot of positive for our organization. Um, it's just amazing, you know, the, the, the comfort level that our players have with what we're trying to do, what we're asking them to do. Um, you got to think about it. Every day last year was new. Um, this year, you got a little bit more certain periods of the program, certain periods of the um, season, conditioning program, moving into the spring. We went through our, you know, um, fundamentals and principles and values of the program, and the players were almost reading it um, as I was reading it to them, you know. So they kind of understand now why we have some of those things in place. Um, they understand why we do some of what we do. I think our off-season program was better um, because they had a better understanding of what we were trying to do and why. They weren't just trying to catch their breath. That's a key point right there. Last year, you're introducing the entire team to your philosophy, your concepts, the way you go about, the way you conduct business, what it means to be a Marshall football player, how you go about your business. This year, you have some of that continuity. And, of course, Coach loves to talk about not just that continuity, but if they're reading it back to him, that means they are paying attention. They know what's going on. So that's a good sign right there. And something else he talked about today when we were getting into sort of how the season's beginning, he's really looking forward to the fourth quarter program, getting back into more of a, again, rhythm, consistency. And he talked a little bit about something that we talked to Christian Spears about last week. One of the things that's on his wish list as well, nutritionist. Nutrition is important. Yeah, these young men, to get bigger, faster, stronger, of course, to be the very best they can be. And after all, we're not asking them to do light jumping jacks here. You know, these are student athletes. They're students, but they're also out there you know, honing their bodies. They are asked to do a lot. It's a physical game. So they're trying to put them in the best position they can, and nutrition is a big part of that. So those are some of the things he talked about as he was getting into his fourth quarter program. Really excited about our fourth quarter program. Um, you guys will get a chance to meet with Coach B.A. a little bit later um, in the spring. Um, from a body composition standpoint, we're in a better spot. Um, one of the things that we really focused on last season when we got here was the nutritional factor. Um, something that was missing um, before we got here. So we were able to add a piece of that. We're not exactly where we want to be, but we were able to add a piece of that. That showed up in the fourth quarter program. We got some guys that have dropped some body fat. We've got some guys that have put on um, functional weight. Um, I think our, our players that needed to get faster were able to do that. I think our players that were um, needed to get stronger are moving in the right direction. So that was a positive. Functional weight. That's I'm writing that down. Functional weight. So I'm looking to, I'm looking for functional weight here, and I think that's going to be our all our fitness goals now. Functional weight. You know something else that uh, he talked about. I don't know if you know this, but the Sun Belt's real. That's right. The Sun Belt is real. We heard that last year, toward the end of the year, going into that game. That we're not going to talk about. The bowl game's over. We're not looking back. We're not looking back at the past here. We're over that. 
But we've heard this before, and we're going to hear it again. The Sun Belt is real. Moving forward, right, Sun Belt, um, it's a real league. Um, and as we start to prepare um, for this league, our, our expectations got to match reality. Um, and I told it to the players. I told it to the coaches. Um, I know we say it all the time, but we really got to close the gap. Um, the gap is wider um, because the Sun Belt Conference, those schools are a little bit ahead of us. Um, not that, you know, it doesn't mean we, we don't have an opportunity to win the games or we don't have the opportunity to compete. It's just our margin for error is smaller. Um, and that's not a knock to any team we've played in the past. Um, we got a long way to go, and the bar got raised. Um, our players are excited. I'm going to have to do a heightened awareness to what us coaches and players are going to have to do. Um, we're all going to have to pull the rope in the same direction. We can't have a game on Wednesday night and the stadium be empty on ESPN. Um, that's something we all got to strive to make sure we're promoting and selling Marshall University in, in the great light that it, that it stands. That's a good point. He ends on a great point there. Here it is, Wednesday night game, right? ESPN. College football world, looking for a game. Here you are, only game in town. Turn on the TV, hey, Marshall's playing. Where's the fans at? You know, when we watch the games in November, as much fun as they can be to watch Maction, and I'm not picking on the Mac, but you play on these odd nights, and they do that so they can get exposure for the program, but at what cost? Now, I'm not saying that this is going to be an, an ongoing occurrence, that you're going to play a month full of off-night games, but if you have one of these, you got to try a little extra hard to make sure that you look well on TV because especially a game like this, if you're on a showcase game, you have pretty much the platform to yourself Here's the game. We're live in Huntington, West Virginia, and you go to that stadium shot, and half the fans are in the tailgate lot, and nobody is really coming in. Or That's Wednesday night. I'll just watch it on TV. He's got a great point there. If you're a Herd fan, you want to make plans. Show up. Because if you get a stadium full of fans, I like that. But they're thinking about it now. Not a week before, not a couple weeks out. Oh, hey, you know, maybe we should uh, you know, promote this a little bit more. Got to think about it now. And he's right on the schedule as well. I know you're looking at some of the, uh, the early non-conference games. Like, Paul, really? I've said it before. It's a pretty good schedule, home schedule. The conference schedule is really good. And you got to play some of those other games because, one, you change schedules midstream here. You jumped into the Sun Belt. Yeah, Conference USA had a schedule. No, we're not doing that. Here we are in the Sun Belt. We're doing this one. And so you had to change some things up a little bit. Appalachian State had to be moved around because, again, Appalachian was a non-conference game. Now it's a conference matchup. But you got to be there. If you want to see Marshall show well on national TV, you got to be there. If you can't be there, I get it. And don't, don't mistake this for chastising you. But – at the same time, I'm going to support the coach on that point because you got a pretty good conference schedule coming in. These are some exciting games, I think. I think the Sun Belt's a lot better than Conference USA. I think the matchups are more intriguing. I think on a year-to-year -year basis, I would rather go through this conference schedule than the one Marshall went through last season.
just on performance alone, just on familiarity alone, just on I think there are some really good upcoming potential year-to-year rivalry matchups here. I, I love the schedule. I love the home schedule. Even if you got a game on a off night, I love the schedule. It's much more entertaining already. I haven't even seen a game yet, and it's much more entertaining than the, the conference schedule was last year. Now, we're starting today. Coach Huff, right now, probably wrap it up here in the next 15, 20, 30 minutes or so as far as practice is concerned. You know, we'll, uh, we'll hear some uh, comments from him a little bit later on. If we can't get those, we're going to do it tomorrow. Just want to give you a heads up. Uh, if we can get them turned around real quick, we'll get them to you today. If not, we're going to try to do it today. And what does starting today mean? Well, for Coach, starting today and everything that's going to happen is laying the foundation. Starting off today, day one, um, we've been able to maximize some of the rule changes um, in the offseason where you're able to do some more walkthroughs and do some more football um, type things. So we are both sides of the ball. We're not trying to see who's the starting Z receiver or who the starting you know DB is. What we're trying to do is trying to find out who can execute the techniques and fundamentals the most consistently. Um, so that way, as we move into the summer, then we can start to decide uh, where guys are and what seats on the bus they need to be on. Right now, we're trying to get everybody on the right bus. The right bus is consistency in our preparation, consistency in our execution. Uh, once we get them on the bus, then we can put them in the right seats. So the right bus is consistency in our preparation, consistency in our execution. Uh, once we get them on the bus, then we can put them in the right seats. Get them on the bus. Figure out the seating order later. Get him on the bus. He was good today. It was good to see him in person. We got more from Coach Huff. We're going to talk a little bit about some personnel changes, some upgrades, he called them. And he wasn't being derogatory towards his previous staff members. He felt that if you've got an opening, you go out and get as good, if not better. And he feels like he's gotten as good, if not better, than what he had. And again, that's not derogatory towards the previous staff members and the previous coaches on his staff. It's just... He feels good with what he's got so far. We're going to hear more from Coach Huff. We'll get your phone calls and text in. I want to hear from you, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275 to be a part of today's edition, live from the Union Pub and Grill of The Drive. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. We're today here at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington, where every Monday you come down to the Union Pub and Grill. Of course, you can enjoy $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots, that. The Monday special, and it's only here at the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan, your host, welcome back. Today is the start of spring practice at Marshall University. We've been listening to Coach Huff. He spoke to us earlier this afternoon, had a chance to speak to some of his assistants. You're going to hear all of that this week. But of course, today we find out a little bit more about some of the staffing changes as well. And, of course, 
you know, in a community like this uh, with Marshall, you know, some of this is just academic now as Marshall releasing today the new members of the staff. We, we've known for quite some time, you know, what the composition of the staff would look like, but it's now official. And Coach addressed that. There are a lot of staff changes going on, a lot of people being added to help out Marshall football. And if you were with me earlier, I alluded to him talking about the upgrades. Now, that's not being derogatory towards the previous members of the staff. He illustrated his philosophy. You know, you go, if you have the opportunity, you go out and make sure that you get as good, if not better, than what you had. You don't go and settle. You go out and you try to improve the position. If there's a vacancy, you go out and get better. I mean, that's you see position changes often because you can improve the position either by a player getting a different opportunity and leaving and you so you bring in better players or a coach getting a different opportunity so you bring in better coaches you see where we're going with this i'll let coach explain a little bit more about some of his staff changes obviously we've had a bunch of changes on our staff um, not something that you want to do consistently. I think um, retention of personnel, um, players and coaches um, is something that we got to continue to get better at um, as a whole. Um, but we were able to um, hire and um, upgrade some of the positions whenever we lose anything, whether it's a player to graduation, whether it's a coach to another opportunity, uh, we try to go out and find better. And that's not a knock to the player or the coach, but once we've established what our um, standard is, we look for someone who has those qualities or better, no different than any other position. So we were able to um, retain some of the coaches. Some of the coaches uh, were able to increase some of their roles. And, of course, one of those coaches that increased their role was elevating to offensive coordinator Clint Trickett. He is the offensive coordinator quarterback's coach. He is, of course, somebody who's very familiar with an offense. You, you know his history. You know his background. He's somebody that can handle the job. So that's what he's talking about. He's going to elevate where he can, and he's going to go and get coaches that help upgrade the program. But something else goes into that formula. He's not just going to go out and hire somebody. He's got to do his due diligence. Also, and he's illustrated this before, yeah, somebody's got to know the guy or the young lady or the person. Someone's got to know this person. If coach is going to hire somebody, there's got to be a connection. He really talked about the coaching relationships when it came to these hires. I'm big on hiring people I know, um, and that doesn't mean that they have to be um, – you know, family members, and, you know, we had family reunions together. But throughout the coaching profession, I'm, I'm big on hiring people I know because they know me. They know kind of my temperament. They know kind of the things that are important to me. And all of these guys had some relationship to me or someone very close in the profession that I trust. He's in someone that really believes that the relationship is important. You just don't go out and hire somebody. you got to have a connection. And so he talked a little bit more specifically about some of the connections he had. Now, Alabama seems to be a really great 
recruiting ground for the Thundering Herd. Marshall's recruiting Alabama. And a couple of the names that are added to the staff, Jonathan Gowan, he's going to be the new special teams coordinator. Also, he talked a little bit about in the same statement, Mark Botler. He is the new general manager. So Botler and Gallant are somebody that, or somebodies, they're people that have that connection, you know, Alabama being that connection. And he talked about what it was and why he brought those two on. Um, obviously, I had a chance to work with Jonathan Galante and Mark Bolt, uh, Folter for two years at um, Alabama. Um, got a chance to see them work every single day. Got a chance to see them, you know, on the good days or bad days. Got a chance to see them, um, you know, kind of in the fire. Um, and, and they really impressed me, not only with their knowledge, but their consistency and their temperament. Um, so it was, was, was lucky enough to be able to get them on and replace some of the guys that moved on. So connection there, Alabama, of course, you had an opportunity to work with Galante and, of course, Votler. We also had to get a pronunciation on Votler. I'm not calling Coach out, but we had to get a pronunciation on Votler. We're going to hear from Votler later this week as he takes over the general manager position. Of course, another person on the staff that he uh, brought in, and this is the passing coordinator, and wide receivers coach. So you have a passing game coordinator, wide receivers coach. So those duties are now given to Javon Bonite. And here's the connection that coach has with Bonite. Bonite uh, was, was recommended to me by a good friend, Matt Wells. Um, Matt and I have known each other for a good while. Obviously, Matt and I had a conversation um, prior to um, investigating or looking for um, Coach Bo Knight about Henry. Um, Henry played for Coach Wells at Utah State. Henry transferred to Texas Tech with Coach Wells. So in our research, he and I had a lot of really uh, in-depth conversations. Um, and when I was looking for a wide receiver coach, Coach Bo Knight's situation came up and it was really um, kind of a best of both worlds. You know, he was, in the he was in a situation where he was looking to get back on the field. We were in a situation where we were looking for a veteran uh, wide receiver coach. Um, so it worked out. I was able also to talk to Coach Stoops, um, who his brother and I worked together at Alabama. Um, so had that relationship as well. All about relationships. So he, he's really big into the relationships when it comes to hiring, bringing people in that he knows he's worked with, or someone he knows and trusts can speak to. Not, hey, I know this guy. I've heard of him. Hey, I've worked with this guy. I have good things to say about him. One other addition that Coach really went into some detail about was Chevis Jackson. And what is Chevis Jackson's job? Well, if you look at the list that Marshall sent out today, long list. We know everybody now. Uh, Chevis is going to be handling the cornerbacks. And so here is the story on Coach Jackson. Coach Jackson came recommended to me by uh, one of the best DB coaches that I know, Terry Joseph, who is the DB coach at the University of Texas, who's working with Coach Sarkeesian, uh, who I worked with uh, for two years. So 
was able to communicate with him about some guys that he felt really was a not only a really good teacher, recruiter, and coach, but a really good person. Teacher, recruiter, good person. You know, there's just some things that you, you hear consistently. He talks about teachers. He talks about recruiting. Of course, everybody's got to recruit. If you're on this staff, you better be able to recruit. You might be the best quarterback coach out there, but if you can't recruit, you're, you're not doing everything you need to do to help, as a coach says, you know, pull the rope, close the gap, everything that he's been trying to instill into this culture change, this philosophy. So we're going to hear more from Coach Huff tomorrow. We're going to hear from some of the new additions and some of the promotions. So we'll hear from Clint Trickett as well. You know, I will put him in the promotion category. He was a new addition last year, promotion category this year. We're going to hear from him uh, tomorrow as well. We're going to hear. I believe it is uh, almost at 100% guarantee, but I'll give you the 99% guarantee that uh, on the program tomorrow, Marshall University Athletic Director Christian Spears will be back with us. So we'll hear from him coming up tomorrow. But we are here today at the Union Pub and Grill 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington now. We come here every Monday. Uh, not going to be here next week, but that's okay because the fun continues. $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. We're going on spring-summer hiatus here at the Union, but don't stop because I won't be here next week. you got to be here. This will be a great place to watch all of the excitement of the championship game Maybe it's going to be Duke versus Kansas. I don't know. That could be one of your selections. I know your bracket's pretty much busted, so you got to pick someone to root for, right? Well, maybe it's Duke. Maybe it's Kansas. You can do it right here at the Union Pub and Grill. We're going to get your phone calls in and your text. Text line is open, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. We'll get your text in. The phone line is open as well, brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More coming up. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. One final time from the Union Pub and Grill for this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Spring ball beginning today. Practice taking place at Marshall for the next few weeks. And then, of course, we're going to get a final firm confirmation on where. And I've heard the soccer field. I don't know if that's where the spring game is going to be held. I have heard the soccer field. I have also seen a few say that it's going to be at the Joan turf is going to go in after that. We're going to find out officially tomorrow. I have not got the official yes yet from a couple of places that I've checked on what's actually going to be happening. Of course, I have seen some uh, you know different things out there. So, you know, my money I don't know if soccer's on. I don't know if my money's on soccer. But maybe it's going to be at the Jones. So I have seen that. I'm just waiting for a official confirmation to me before I will uh, say that that is officially where it is going to happen. By the way, I will have someone who I can officially ask on the program tomorrow. Uh, all but definite. All but definite. Everything 
is pretty much pointing to it happening again. Uh, we'll have Marshall University Athletic Director Christian Spears back on the program tomorrow. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. It was great last week. I, I think you got a lot out of it. Hopefully we can ask him some different things this time, not really regurgitate. I know it was funny. Uh, as far as facilities concerns, some things that uh, are, are going on, one of the things, of course, and we're going to hear more about this tomorrow because I want to talk to, uh, talk to Mr. Spears about this, is Coach alluded to some things that maybe – could happen, you know, indoor practice facility as well, some things like that, things that could be improved, again, alluding to. But he realized that, hey, oh, by the way, uh, he's on board. He knows baseball's got to get a facility first. If anything, baseball's got to get a facility first. I don't think you really make a change to your, your facilities without baseball being underway. Now, if this is going to be a long process for baseball, then you've got to move forward with some things. But I think the – and I think you can do more than one thing. I've seen that, you know, where some of you maybe are wondering why you're doing this when you need to be doing this first. I think you can do more than one thing. You can put turf down, and you can work on the baseball project. You can work on other issues and at the same time be working toward the baseball stadium. So it's still going to happen, but we're going to hear, hopefully, from the athletic director, Christian Spears, tomorrow on the program. We'll discuss some issues. We'll give you an opportunity to ask questions as well. So don't forget, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Paul Swan. So if you follow me, I appreciate that. I'll give you an opportunity to ask some questions tomorrow, and I'll read them all. We read every single question on the air last week. So I'll give you an opportunity to do that. We'll open the text line up for you as well with the questions. But you know, I'm not screening that. I want to get them in early tomorrow. So you know, as soon as I give you an opportunity on Twitter, I'm going to try to keep it all in one post. But think about what you want to talk to him about, what you want to ask him, or at least what you want me to ask for you to him. And, again, I'm not screening I just want to make sure I have everything lined up, ready to go, so I can put them together, I can organize them. I want to be prepared. I just want to be prepared. So give me your questions. You can, you can message me. We'll do text tomorrow. You can tweet at me. That's fine. We'll do it. If, if you have access, you can DM me as well. It's fine. You don't have to put it out there. You don't have to attach yourself to the question. You know, don't, don't have me ask something that you wouldn't want to ask yourself in public. Don't do that to me, but we'll we'll do uh, we'll do that tomorrow. And of course, you know, I've got some things I want to talk to him about. Well, I want to ask about, you know, maybe some a little bit more specific. Hey, what are some of the things that maybe you can you can improve facility wise? And I'm kind of curious about you know what some of these conversations have have sounded like, look like as far as talking to some of your other coaches. You know, I, I know each coach is probably on a different path. How far along are they on the path to where he wants them to be? You know, what does he need to do to get them further along that path? So there are a lot of things that you know, we can talk to him about, and that's coming up tomorrow on the program. If that changes, I'll let you know, of course, again. If you are able to follow on social media, I'm on Twitter, at Paul Swan. That is the best place to find me, at Paul Swan. And we'll, of course, let you know tomorrow. If it's 100%, I think it is 100%, so we'll start getting those questions lined up. Uh, I think we had a good dialogue last time. I really do. Uh, he was uh, very giving of his time, very informative, and 
I don't think he shied away from anything as far as questions were concerned. So that's all coming up tomorrow. We're going to hear from some of the coordinators as well tomorrow. I think we'll hear from Clint Trickett if we have time. I'm looking forward to hearing from him, get his thoughts on the room. That's one thing I asked him about. You know, you're coming in fresh to the position, and then all your quarterbacks are coming in fresh to the college game, and you don't have a veteran there yet. You know, what's that like? You know, is that good? Do you like it that way? Everybody's starting out fresh. You know, what, you know, what is uh, that like for you? So that's a question that he answered pretty, yeah, pretty interesting answer. So we'll hear that tomorrow. That's called a tease. We're teasing you for tomorrow. Don't forget, here every day, make sure to join us, 506, right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. And, of course, you saw the release. So we, we've got a few names to learn, a few new names to learn, a few different positions to understand. Of course, you know, we do know this. I think Clint Trickett knows the position. Yeah, I, I got the impression for him that they're not necessarily – changing everything there's not going to be just a new wild way of doing things but at the same time i like coach talking about grandma's recipe you know someone else gets the recipe they might add a little sugar someone else gets the recipe they might add a little sugar and some cinnamon so i guess what coach is telling me that the offense might be like a little uh reminiscent of grandma's pie and depending on um, you know how you like it you know, Coach could uh, be adding a little sugar or cinnamon to flavor up the offense. That, that was my takeaway. Also, I'm extremely hungry for apple pie now. And with that said, I wonder if we could get Grandma's recipe from Coach. We're going to try to next time, next time, remind me, next time, ask for Grandma's recipe for Coach. That is going to do it for this edition here at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue, where every Monday, $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots you get that on Mondays here at the Union Pub and Grill. Back tomorrow, hopefully, with the athletic director, Christian Spears, on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Good night. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.